guys, this is Svetlana Snowpaw, or Lana for short, uh, and next to me is Roxy Noir Snowpaw. Who else would be there? <laughs> Who else would be here? You better not say anybody else would be here. I've been here the whole time. Yes, yeah, so, <laughs> um, we're back, and uh, we're just going to get to it. It's uh, it's 2021, you guys, and uh, it's it's uh, it's it's been rough since we left. Um, it was rough when we were still doing the show. Yeah, this isn't really... It doesn't feel like 2021. It feels like 2020 Part 2 or 2.0. We didn't level up. We didn't update. We just kind of stayed... It's kind of like my first car. The odometer didn't work. It just kind of like the number just didn't flip over. It's still on 2020. It's, just, it's perpetuating. But um, it's it's been rough, and I think that... We all know that. It's it just, it's been rough for everyone. It's been rough for the common man. It's been rough for some celebrities. Um, you know, it's been rough for businesses. It's been rough for... Everyone. Everyone. Um, but it, the roughest part, uh, coming back to the show, honestly, is looking at a camera. Um, yeah. And there's uh, some media out there that we, that Roxy and I have watched that we're going to talk about later in this show. Um, that kind of inspired this, and uh, you'll, I think you'll see why. But uh, going back to the camera, uh, it's it's a menacing little thing. We're just looking at a microphone that we're doing right now. Yeah, um, and to do it every single day, it's... Or do it once a week, or, or anything. It's just, it's intimidating. Very. And, you know, it's, it's no matter if... I feel like I've never done this before. Like I feel like when I was first starting out, it's just it's it's just hard to just talk to nothing. I'm glad I have you here, Roxy, to talk to because I would just pitter out and just go flat, and I would probably just stop this recording now and and just stop it and not post anything. Well, and that's the thing about staring at, like you said, a mic or a camera or even just a screen it takes a lot to do that and I mean before we even started this it took you what 15 10 15 minutes just to uh, it, get it, in front of the it, mic it, which it, used to used to just hop on the mic and go at it I know it's it's there we go again it's I'm, I'm having trouble projecting myself uh, it took me like Five, ten minutes to even press the start button on this recording. After you finally hyped yourself up. And, and we had some technical issues earlier from, um, from the previous recording that you're all not going to hear. Thank but God. But we're going to tell you why <laughs> later, um, you know, just to kind of have some happy news here. Yeah. Um, but the, 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 the hardest part of looking at that camera lens, that microphone, it's... It, you're not talking to anyone, and you don't have this audience, and you... Do you know if anybody's really watching or listening or enjoying that content? And it and it's hard, because and you're putting your whole self out there, and you want that to be received well. And I can definitely relate to that because of my job. Absolutely. My job, I mean... Everybody knows that I'm an educator, and that has been the hardest thing for me, um, teaching, and I am blessed that I have my job. I can't say that I hate my job. I love my job. I love working. I'm thankful for 
am blessed for having a job. But staring at something that doesn't communicate back or talk back to you or if it you do have some kind of audience there do they really listen and from my perspective it's really difficult and it used to not be I'll admit it used to not be like that when I first started but it's been rough for me because it's like I'm getting to that point of really is anybody really listening is anybody really watching and it's that's where it's taken me so long to come back to this microphone to talk to you Svet, because I do it on a daily basis every day that's my job and at the end of the day when I really want to do is talk to people on the internet or hang out with friends on games or get in a discord right, call right. I'm so not physically exhausted I'm mentally and socially exhausted because I feel like I've lost touch with it I literally will shut off my computer and walk away and don't want to look at it and it's hard for me to say that because I love, there's so many things I love doing on my computer, but lately it's been hard to come to that because we're faced with that blankness, that void is what I see it as. It's right. this void and, and... And you know what, I'm not even, I'm not even sure, is it, is it a generational thing because, um, you know, Roxy and I are... Uh, nearing our thirties, unfortunately, but what's there's no there's you know what's the other option? But yeah. <laughs> um, you know we 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 grew up between two eras, uh, pre-internet and post-internet, po pre and post-smartphone. You know our we we, we didn't we didn't grow up uh, not uh, looking at nothing, looking at a glowing rectangle. Okay, we had that. That that face to face. I mean, that, that's that's all you had. Yeah. And um, if you want to play multiplayer video games, you had a second remote. Yeah, you had to go uh, to somebody's you, house. You weren't. You didn't have Xbox Live. You had N sixty four and two and two controls or four controls if you had that many friends. Or, or GameCube. I mean, good lord. Or if you wanted to go and talk to somebody. There was you... no online gaming everything was if you wanted to play with someone they had to be there yeah or you had um, to go there but it's really been a game changer at least for us and i'm sure for many other people that are listening to us um but it's it's just it's difficult just to not to start to talk to someone to just talk to a screen um just recently i went through um, a program where I had to take an online course and you know I'm sitting in a class it's it's live it's it, kind of in person but I don't I didn't grasp what I was being taught because I wasn't there I was still looking at this screen sure there's faces that have mouths moving but and words coming out of it and it's <laughs> um, you know be, between uh, different technical issues like people having different microphone levels and it, it and just it just didn't feel personal and you don't 
you don't absorb it. Um, but and I can relate to that because I'm where you had to deal with being on the student side. Right. I being on the educator side, it's the same thing. And I mean, it, it's it's getting better on that end for me, but still, it's that same level of what you went through. It's like it's not in person. It's I can't see that someone's understanding something. It's that quote unquote, like I've said, light bulb moment, right? Or that interaction. It's been taken away. Absolutely. And that's where. Like you said, we have been so you. I, it's not just our generation; it's others. We're so driven by that interaction that now we've been doing this so long, we've kind of lost touch with it. And, and I'm not saying that like it's only our generation. It's you know, especially the older generation who grew up with not, none of nothing, that technology. Nothing. Um, and I'm not downplaying the fact that it's been hard on people that are younger than us, that people who've always had an, like an iPhone in their hand, okay? Um, but it's, it's just from our perspective. Um, and you know what? Uh, speaking of things that, you know, like of not being in there in person, uh, like classes, let's, let's talk about birthday, let's talk about holidays. Um, some people uh, oh, uh, celebrated milestone birthdays alone yeah. last year, okay? Um, I have some friends, you know, since we're almost, we're nearing that magical 30 number, um, have turned 30 over the... And we miss their, their we miss their birthdays. And, and those kind of things are like those big lifetime moments, like when you turn 16 because you get your license, when you turn 18 because you're an adult, when you turn 21 you can finally drink. Yeah. And you turn 30, it's kind of depressing, but when you have friends around, it makes things better better and I guess more you at least pers me personally I would be more grateful to know how many people cared about me when I was when I'm 30 and that's coming up next year and with how things are going I may not be able to celebrate my 30th uh, prop the way I want to and I mean that's not only just birthdays like holidays like Thanksgiving your, yeah your big your big uh, uh, family get-togethers fourth of July I mean, end of summer, set, like the Labor Day weekend party, like Christmas, that one, I mean, the last two years, I hate to say it, Halloween, and especially Halloween, say, Halloween, uh, pardon my French, got fucked the last two years. Especially here on the East, like the Middle East Coast area, because um, I think two years ago we had a hurricane. hurricane. We yeah, had, we had a hurricane. And it was supposed to be the, we had the hurricane, and then we had the shutdown, which screwed up. The best Thanksgiving, not Thanksgiving, uh, Halloween. Halloween. Because the weather was, was perfect. Was it like on a Saturday? Full moon. Full moon. And it perfect was, weather. It was perfect because you did, yeah. So Literally, perfect weather. These these kids and, you know, the adults that love Halloween got fucked. Yeah. At least for two years around here and at least one year globally. Yeah. Uh, for those who enjoy it. Um, and, you know, like the Christmases and... Um, you know, big, you know, sometimes that's the only time families can get together and see each other. And, you know, we're going back to looking at that, the glowing rectangles, you know, going to FaceTime, going through Zoom, through the team meetups. It's, uh... it's not, it's, it's, it's that lacking of personal touch. Yeah. That connection. Um, uh, the big thing that was really, really funny is eye, eye contact. 
you can goodness. it's impossible to achieve on on through a computer because you're looking at a screen and not looking at your camera most of the time yeah and it's the same with the other person and even though you're looking at that person it just doesn't feel the same no um, and i mean i and i'll admit my eyes have probably gotten horribly worse from staring at the computer screen or the camera and i mean it's I miss eye contact. I miss seeing people's expressions, their true expressions, their true reactions. And I and what I mean by true is, I mean, I'm not saying it's not true, it's not real, but you have this barrier in front of you. Right. And I'm tired of this invisible barrier. I'm tired of it. And, you know, uh, going back to uh, not having that physical contact, like, when, like, um, me being very grateful that Roxy and I live together, so I have someone to talk to. I have someone to share this microphone with and make this a more enjoyable experience. Um, but I, I can't help, but uh, somehow I grew a soul. Okay, this, this, this whole experience made me have... You grew uh, a soul. I grew a soul, and I like cried everything now. Um, but I, I, I cannot help to, to feel what kind of pain someone who maybe living on their own, maybe just be single uh, during this time. Like my sister. Um, all she has is her, her two kitties. and um, Herself, and that's herself. really it. And, and now, until she's moved out on her own, because um, she was with her roommate forever. But people who um, may have not been in the greatest place, you know, before lockdown. Uh, you know, there's people who are single. I, I, my heart hurts for you guys. Um, and I just want you to know that I, I, I can empathize, um, and I can, I'm sorry, and I hope that, so, like, these shows, uh, you know, kind of give you comfort when you're alone. Yeah, because, I mean, it's hard when you don't have anybody to talk to, and that's, I'll admit, on my days when it's been quiet, I, I used to, I used to like it being quiet, I used to like it. I hate it now. I hate the silence. So that's why, like, when I'm when I'm doing stuff around the house, or I, like, I'm grateful that you are here at the house with me <laughs> during the day because I would probably be talking to the ceiling or talking to something just so I can have someone to talk to because... Like I said, I'm tired of the silence. I, that lack of a voice. Absolutely. Like, Absolutely. I didn't think that... I mean, my mother used to joke that I was motor mouth. And I'll admit it. I am motor mouth. I love to talk. I'm very much a social creature. And even when I was a kid, I was a social creature. That was something being a 90s kid. We used to do all sorts of stuff on the weekends. We used to run around the neighborhoods, and our mothers and fathers had to literally call us into dinner. <laughs> I mean, literally. You you think your parents, those out there who have parents and grandparents who said that they that used to happen to them? No. We had that, too. And it was... Like, to, I saw kids playing recently, and it just kind of made me think about it. Gonna, it. Say, and it was like, I miss that. I was going to say, I... Uh, I'm glad you brought, you know, being a kid in the 90s, uh, because, like, when we were just talking before, you know, we, we grew up without internet, or some people without home computers, um, at all, 
Like, I, I had a home, I was lucky enough to have a home, home computer with Windows 95 on it. I think. It might have been Windows 98. I got Windows but, 98, and I think it was like maybe, I was six or seven years old. So, but I, I was, I can't help but think, um, if this had happened in a different time. First off, it would be, uh, I think a lot pe more people would care, um, because we have become so, um, what is that word? Uh, jaded. Yeah. Uh, from how reality is. But, uh, go, let's not go into that, but, uh, you know, from the 90s, you know, what did we have in the 90s? What was our form of communication? Uh, blocking up the internet with phone calls is what it was, okay? Yeah. Because, uh, if... So this is just talking about the late '90s, you know, when when you had dial-up, you know, if you were, you know, if it were to happen then, you still had some kind of like you still had the chat rooms from AIM, MSN, Yahoo. Really early, you know, like uh, those were but, still in their basic stages. What if we were? What is it like to be in lockdown as a kid? Um, you know, if you didn't have technology, like when I lived, so I grew up in Florida, and what I would do is would ride my bike around the neighborhood and just play with the neighbor kids. And could you imagine being told, yeah, you can't play with them because they might be sick and you don't know. And how confusing would that be to a kid? They, they don't look sick. They're not sniffling, not coughing. Like, and that's the thing. Like, It's like being grounded. Yeah, that was what I'm going to say. It's like being grounded. I mean, I remember as a kid, first time I ever got grounded, I never got, I, my best friend who, God bless her, I still have my best friend after 20 something years. <laughs> Thank you. Love you. She lived down the street from me and I got grounded and I couldn't ride down to see her. I was supposed to go spend the night with her and my mother told me no. And it just crushed me because it's like knowing that she's literally down the road what? and I couldn't see her. And now like granted we're adults, but we're almost down the road from each other again. Hey. And I've but it's different from being grounded because when I was grounded, I would still sneak out of the house and at least try to get a couple of hours with my buddy down this road. But yeah, imagine, no. <laughs> but it's like being grounded on both sides. See, okay. that's hell. And that's hell. So let's move on. It's getting really, this is getting really uh, upsetting. <laughs> but um, the reason why we're back and we're talking about this is uh, from inspiration of two pieces of, one of the most, uh, two of the most honest pieces of media. Yeah. I have seen very recently and very relatable media, um, and that would be Jacksepticeye's 15 Months and Bo Burnham's Inside. Which I had heard about Bo Burnham's Inside um, from actually a couple of my students had brought it up to me and asked me if I had heard of Bo Burnham, and I'm like, yes, but I hadn't seen what he's done recently because he's a comedian and I hadn't really seen him do any comedic stand-up recently and I didn't understand why and he talks about it in his so, film. So much so you didn't even recognize who he was until I showed you a younger picture of him. Yeah, it, it kind of shocked me and it's like, whoa, where's he, first words out of my mouth were, where's he been? Because we love comics, we love comedy because comedy makes us, one, happier, makes us laugh, but also it's a good way to be honest and talk about honesty in a funny, relatable way where you don't have to make it be all sad and mopey. Right. But, you know, uh, I couldn't help but notice because I, I know Bo Burnham's came out first and then Jack said to guys 15 months and I watched him out of order, uh, which doesn't matter. But um, I couldn't help but notice the, very, the similarities between the two. 
I, uh, Jack Septicai's 15 months, um, is a short. It's completely, it's, it's, it might as well be a silent film. It's not. There's no, there's no words. Yeah, it's pretty much a silent film. Um, and it's very, very, um, powerful. It's an the emotional roller coaster. It is. Um, and so is, and so is Bo Burnham. And they, they, they take the same situation, uh, and really show how it affects them. And, it, and it's, it's, I, I, I found myself crying several times, um, through both, through both pieces of media because you can feel it. You, I, I know that pain and that frustration, um, especially, I'm going to, I'm just going to, I hope, I hope I'm not spoiling it for anybody. Uh, I'm not going to go into much spoilers, but there were times in Bo's, uh, inside where you see him recording and then you see him just get frustrated with himself and curse himself. And it broke my heart because I, I was just doing that five minutes before I pressed record on this show. Okay. I, I've done that. I have done it live on air and it, it hurts and I know it and I know this is affecting a lot of people. Um, and you can see, and also in the 15 months, uh, you, you can see him. He's, uh, it's, it's the, it's the reality of content creators and it's, this, this situation has amplified that because we can't escape it now because if if so i'm gonna go into a little bit of jack's life is that he he went and took breaks um because i, I follow him but he's, he's taking a break because he gets burnt out and we all get burnt out. all content creators get burnt out and that's kind of why we took a break because we were a little burnt out we just didn't know what to do and we had life really happen exactly so um i understand and but this this the situation that we've all been dealing with um, it's like we're trapped to it, and the only way, um, to escape is to put on this mask that, that, um, frankly, we put on for you guys, uh, to entertain you, to make you, we, we don't want to show weakness, we don't, we want to show everybody that everything's okay, and not, it's not always okay. We're not always okay. Um, and, and these, these two pieces of media show that very well. Uh, you know, we can put on that happy face, we can, you know, put those words of encouragement, and we mean it, we mean it so much. But at the end of the day, it's still a mask. And it hurts. And I, these two, these two films brought that to the forefront and made us realize, um, why we've kind of stayed away from the show um, and brought us to light. And the only way you can do it, make it better is to keep going. And that's something I have to tell myself every day when I, I turn my computer on because for me, it's, I'm not the traditional content creator. I am on the educational spectrum for it not like youtube like gamers not twitch. not twitch i'm doing this for educational purpose to help others and a lot of people don't think about that that content creators are on the in other sectors because it's 
it really is. It's in different sectors, business, education, medicine, you name it. There are content creators out there. But, like, I saw Jax, and that was kind of my big thing, because I've been keeping up with Jack. I respect Jack, because um, he does really hone in on this making sure you are self-aware and also you're taking care of yourself. And that's something really I've kind of been laxing on because of really the last, I hate to say it, 15, 18 months. Because my job literally is creating content and educating. And it's rough. We do get burnout. And sadly, there are us, some of us, who don't get to hit the brakes or take a pause. And like Jack or Bo, we don't get to stop because it's our job. We have to keep doing it. Uh, yeah, especially people like Jack, Markiplier. Um, that the content creation is is their livelihood. Yeah. Um, and yeah, you do get do get burnt out. And um, it's going to to quote Bo. Uh, how can you be laughing at a time like this? It's hard. Um, the I remember hearing. Uh, the creator of Black Mirror did not want to create any episodes because he said, "What could be more horrifying than this reality? I can't, I can't beat that." Yeah. And um, and I mean, as a writer, I write about things that are going on. Like I try to, I I'll admit this: I haven't actually worked on anything personal for over a year because. How do you write about something that you don't understand? And, and it's also just, it's hard to be happy. And that's, that's the takeaway of, of both of those things. It's, it's hard to be happy, um, honestly. But even though it, both pieces of, of media there uh, were emotional roller coasters, there is happiness um, in the end. There is a, bright, a brightness of some sort. Um, in the end, uh, and that's that's what we have to keep striving for. We have to look for that silver lining, um, and it, it can all start with just making someone smile. Uh, that was another takeaway you can take uh, from Bo's uh, inside. the The whole thing starts out that he can try to heal the world through comedy, um, and a lot of people did that. Robin Williams did that. They tried to heal the world from comedy, even though they were themselves hurting. Okay, um, I, I try to do that. I try to give strangers uh, compliments to make to make them smile. Um, or, I've, I've done that before this situation, um, and I find myself not doing that much because it's hard. And it's if you can catch yourself do that and uh, doing, or you can catch yourself on the bad habits and try to make someone smile. Make that your mission a day. Try to make at least one person smile. Maybe it will benefit you in the long run, um, in your mental, in your mental health. Um, and that's something I took, like, you've, since we've been home, since we've been here, you've really brought that up, is like, just try and make one person, and that's something I try to do at least, whether it's in a conference call or in an email, I try to make at least one person smile or laugh. 
that is my goal for the day. If I can at least do that or teach somebody one thing that maybe they didn't understand, it doesn't even have to be related to what we're doing, it could be something completely random, then I've done my job for the day. Or I've done what I feel my purpose is. Absolutely. And, um, you know, the... I, I found it also really funny, uh, just going back to the two pieces of media, the, the biggest, the, and the biggest uh, similarity to them that I found almost immediately when we watched it was going back to that camera, just staring at you. I hate the camera. I hate, I, I, I almost hate this microphone staring at me. And it's, 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 it's an uncomfortableness that I have to, you have to face and you have to just, just trudge through it to create something, to... Uh, make you guys smile to make you guys understand that we understand um, You know just to be there for you guys even if it's just through this audio file. Yeah, just um, us simply talking But you know the reality of content creators um, and the, has made Especially with the situation has made it hard because we starting to hate we're starting to hate our jobs and what we do or just being on our computers you know being stuck and I I I have I have a triple monitor setup gaming computer you have this big ass screen behind me um which, with like a selfie light and oh yeah i mean you uh, got you got a nice you got a nice setup too and we both do and i'll i'll come up here i'll sit down i'll boot the computer on or boot the computer up i'll turn on a game play around and then i just can't do it anymore like like if I hate to say, I'm playing Fortnite. It's like it's the only way thing I'll play right now is because it's, first off, it's free. Let's just get, let's get yeah, that it's free. It's free. There's no missions I do. I could just go in and play, but it just it's so exhausting to to look at this this computer screen, um, especially after having to do this online classes and it just um, you know being so disheartened and letting that get to me and letting the depression um, bring me almost to an all time low and. Uh, that's why I'm here. I, I'm trying to be myself again, um, or be the new, a new me. Um, I, just like uh, we've we've done things to distract ourselves, stay away from the computers. Uh, you know, picking up new hobbies. Like me, I've been starting to learn how to cook. Thank you, Joshua Weissman and Babish, uh, yep. for definitely inspiring me to want to cook um, and do more things in the kitchen. You've been doing a lot of house projects. Uh, yeah, and you know it. it it's, and crafting. <laughs> it, it, it didn't just come out of uh, want. It came out of necessity. You know, it, the times are tough. You know, money's tight. It's cheaper to cook at home. Yeah. And you know, and it, looking and at the same walls every day makes you want to change it. And that's you know that's why the housing market's up and um, people are getting that cabin fever and want want something new to look at. But sometimes you just can't do that. So you know, we've built little shelves um little cute little projects we've redone our back patio oh the back patio is uh gorgeous for this little six by 15 piece of concrete that we yeah okay. <laughs> our tiny little oasis um we, we don't we don't live well by any means like we live in a small place but we've made it work <laughs> we've made it work and that's all that matters and it's it's all about perspective um, and keeping that positive mindset, you know, but, uh, the biggest thing, uh, that, that keeps us content creators going is our listeners and you guys, 
Yeah. That's who we're talking about. And you guys have reached out to us. And... I, I, when, when, we, when we get these messages, hey, where'd you guys go? It... It breaks our hearts. It, it, it warms it not it it warms and breaks our heart at the same time because it it warms our hearts that you care, and that's that's what we want. We want you guys to get something from this, whether it's a, like a laugh, a life lesson, a I try not to don't take life lessons from us. But no, no, don't but, don't 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 take them from us. Take but, them from your mentors. You know, if I can get a smile from you guys, but to have someone just reach out and just even ask, hey, what's when's your show? Um, means you that means you guys miss us and and i mean we we are sorry that we haven't responded because really we we really didn't know how to come back because we we didn't want to uh disappoint you um because you guys hold us and you guys put us on so some of you guys put us on a pedestal and i know some of you <laughs> yeah don't. there are that's fine i get it we're not that great and i know it but uh <laughs> uh but you know just even if I make one person happy, it's worth it. And thank you guys. Just yeah. thank you. Thank you for checking on us, for messaging us, because... Thank you for making us smile. That's a good way to put it. Thank you for making us smile, because... I mean, just this morning, I got an email at like 4 a.m. And I mean, I wasn't expecting it. Um, I mean, I wake up, I check my email, because that's just my routine. And I had an email, and it was a listener. And I was like, they're like, hey, we love you, and we've been listening still. And it's like, oh. it kind of hit. It hit. And it was like, whoa. Because, you know. Uh, we've been gone so long. And we're just kinda, we were just kind of scared to come back. But, um. We're here. We're here. Uh, and we're back because we're not going anywhere. We, like, As we've said before, it's going to take a lot for us to walk away. But, um, you know, as of late, we've been trying to work on ourselves. And uh, yeah. we have changed. We have sh shook our lives up a little bit to make things interesting. Um, and I'm just going to announce that we got ourselves a new fur baby. Yep. And we adopted a new fur baby. Yes. Uh. Well, we rescued it because he was a stray, um, but uh, his name is Lucifer, yes. and he's getting very—he's getting along very well with Alistair and Poppy, who just turned two. Uh, yeah, Mr. Alistair did. Um, he's our other black kitty, but uh, we'll be posting pictures soon, and that's—that's that's one of our distractions. And then, um, do you want to tell what you did? What I did. She made a big girl purchase. Oh. Um... <laughs> Part of what I've been doing is I've been um, I've been working my butt off, as everybody knows. I don't really stop working. Um, yay, educator life. Um, but I did a big girl thing after just I hate to say it, I'm the responsible one because everybody says I'm the responsible one. And for once, I actually did something fun for once with my responsibilities. It finally paid off. I bought myself my first car on my own. No help. <laughs> no help from the parents. No help from the in-laws except for them going with me to inspect the car. Um, but I got me a convertible. I got my convertible again. 
because um, I've been wanting a convertible for a long time after I sold my Eclipse. But I got me a Mustang, so I've joined officially joined the Mustang Club. I'm a silver Mustang convertible gal now. But it's a new responsibility for me, which I'm okay with that. But knowing that I'm I'm able to do that, it's like another response. I've I've hit that point. Like holy crap, I am now really becoming an adult, and I'm nearing that. And and, and you know what? It's that it's, point. <laughs> it's a nice distraction. Like the, the, both the kitty, the new cars. Um, it's a nice distraction. Um, it is. And it, it's 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 fun. It, it makes things. It, it's been. Uh, Helpful. It's been a little helpful, especially the kitty. Um, for me, is the, is the um, responsibility the, and yeah, being me, a mama again. It, well, yeah, because the other two were pretty much self-sufficient, and you know, you kind of let depression get to you, and then you don't have any responsibilities. Now I have a responsibility. We both have responsibilities, so we have that motivation to get up every day and just continue doing. And you know, it doesn't have to be getting a new pet or getting a new car. Or just, just you know, make yourself a, a schedule and just try to. If you're if you're down there and you know you find it hard to get up every day, just celebrate the small things. Um, you know, try to give yourself a reason every day to pick you know to wake up and and do the thing. Um, but especially when you egg me on for a cup of coffee every morning, that is one thing that has been a blessing. Is you've made me coffee almost every single day, except for the weekends. Yeah, well, the, as our friend said, the reason that the weekend days start with S is because they are for sleep. Yes, but I, I live off of coffee, and aside from, one, the coffee waking me up, it's being able to see your face every morning. Aww. That motivates me, because it's like, okay, for the longest time it's always been me. Now I have somebody else, and it's like... I have to get up. I have to get up for them. I have to get up not just for myself. I have to get up for them. Because you're part of my self-care. You're my reminder every day. And that's why I love, like, especially when we start getting into our low points. You always try to make me laugh. Your goal every day is to try and make me laugh. And every day you win. I have to make someone, <laughs> I have to make someone laugh. Um, but it's... Self-care is very important, you know, uh, keeping yourself maintained, you know, it, you don't have to do it all in one day. It's hard, I get it, you know, if it's, if it's just, you know, perhaps catching back up on your, brushing your teeth again, you know, just every day, that could be something. Um, I, I find it, going back to what we are saying um, with being nice to people, I find it hard to be nice to people when you're not nice to yourself. So always... Try to respect yourself, or at least pretend to respect yourself, um, until it becomes the reality. Get in that routine. And exactly. Because I mean, that's where, like little little quotes and sayings. I know we look into that void all the time, that little rectangular void, and there are some good things that come out of it, and. That can be a word of an inspiration or a video from a content creator to get you going. Um, 
me is just seeing random quotes from my favorite authors that motive that also gets me going for the day uh, and if if you are lucky to be in an area where um it may be a little safer to be out um and be with your friends do that it, as, as simple as just meeting up with some a friend having lunch with them grabbing uh, a cup of coffee with them coffee uh roxy and i had, took a, a weekend trip with some friends and into the mountains I, I, and hid. I have never been... I don't remember the last time I was so happy. And relaxed. And relaxed. And how... I never... I don't think I've laughed that hard in so long, except that... Uh, until that weekend. And, uh... That weekend was also very, um... Educational for me. Uh, personally, for personal growth. Um... We also got to help a few friends. Um find happiness yes but details later <laughs> details never um, <laughs> but being there for someone could be the most important thing you can do for them because we have programmed ourselves to put on a mask and hide who we are and it's, it's, it can be damaging to relationships, and I think that... It can be damaging to oneself. And that too. And I think that just, you know, just talking to a friend, and just being there for them, or have them be there for you, and just, just, just enjoy being together while we have this time, because we don't know when we'll, if we'll lose it again. Um, but... Honestly, this whole situation has taught me to be very grateful for people like you guys that are listening. Um, being with uh, someone who I love. Uh, I, I just having... Being able to just be here, be me. Um... And that, that's really all I gotta say about that. <laughs> I mean, and that's the thing, really, is being yourself. Is coming back to... That's something I'm taking, I've been taking away from this whole thing, is really kind of taking a step back. So I can be me again. And let's try to make it a mission to... Uh, try to make this world a better place than... You know, leave it better. Leave it better than the way we found it. Yeah. And I think that's important. I think that we should um, always live like that, uh, whether we are in the situation or not. Um, but we should always try to leave this world a better place than when we found it. But uh, anything else from you, Roxy? Mm, no. A lot of crying has been happening. Uh, ab absolutely. Um, we've, it's, this has been a very emotional show for us just to record this. And, you know, we just want to thank you guys so much for taking your time and listening. And uh, I hope you all have a great night. And You'll hear from us. Be safe. You'll hear from us again soon. Absolutely. We love you guys. Thank you. <laughs>